And we are those annoying, annoying vegans. vegans. Oh yeah, we are. How are you? And I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> Episode three. She doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> don't give a fuck. I think I think I've evolved uh-huh. uh, over a very short period of one week. That's what social media will do to you. Yeah. Oh yeah. gosh, does it? <laughs> First of all, I have to say I apologize. Listening back on my last podcasts, I I feel like I'm literally a mess of I don't know what how to say what I want to say, and therefore I will just, you know. But now I think I am a little more. I think it's it's. There we go. There it goes again. So we a lot has happened. A lot has happened. In the last week. You know, you learn really fast. Yeah. That is the beauty of the human mind. Those of us who choose to, that mm-hmm. is. Um, I've been watching a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of new stuff online. I'm, I'm sort sort of widening my community of vegan supporters, animal lovers. Uh, literally, here's what I did. I went and I know people are gonna say, "Oh, this is so high school," but. I got to do it. I went and defriended about 30, 40 people last week. Yeah. Uh, one in particular who happened to uh, put up a very offensive post um, of like this giant meat dinner. And she, it wasn't because I see those pictures all the time. It's yeah. nothing new, but it is. Not the, to mention we both used to eat right. meat. We're not foreign Absolutely. to it. But it is. The insensitivity of the comment she posted along with it, and it was uh, something to the extent of, I have it here actually, still recovering from last night's carnage. Uh Uh-huh. Carnage. It's a very vivid word. I'm seeing some ribs. There's ribs. There's roast. Some pork chops maybe. It's some sort of... Yeah, I mean, and there are there are one, two, three, of... four, five, six, seven, eight, nine platters. Is this chicken or? I don't know, but it's all or meat. That that might be bones over there. I don't know. It's yeah. a big spread of uh, of of of, oh. uh, of blood and, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I just thought, you know what? I see this girl's uh, posts too often to continue ignoring them everything that she posts is about a meat dish there is never anything and i mean and she had a uh her her daughter like once trying squid and she was like super proud of the fact that she liked squid but not chicken and i'm like right do you you are like that that again my point you are cheating your child out of knowledge and truth she is too young to know where squid comes from or where right. chicken comes from. She probably just doesn't even know what it is. Yeah, exactly. At that just age, you just put it, it in their mouth plate. or put yeah. it in their plate and say, it's good, isn't it? Yummy. Yeah. And the kid goes, yeah, it is yummy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. thus the disconnect begins at a young age. Yep, at too young of an age because our children are the answer to our world's problems. Guys don't get it. Just teach them well. Teach them well. Like, be <laughs> them honest the with way. them. Yeah, people are so afraid of, oh, <laughs> oh, can't expose them to too much. You don't have to, ex- you don't have to tell them, oh, you know, that's chicken and they kill chicken and the chicken suffers and dies a horrible death. No, you, there are ways to tell a child in very, gen- very gentle ways to ch- tell a child where these things come from. There is an appropriate age. But from a certain point until they reach that age where they can understand, I mean, you can sort of mold them a little bit at a time when they're babies, toddlers. You can read to them, read them, read to them about animals and how wonderful animals are. Later on, you know, start right. planting the seeds of knowledge. Although the, like, we watched a um, an interview, and we can we can tag it um, in the feed for. Uh, for you guys to check out, it was with Ruby Roth. Mm-hmm. She's the author of um, what's the what's the book you have? It's like um, Why We Don't Eat Animals. Why We Don't Eat Animals. That's her first one. And now she's also um, published a second one called. Let me double check here. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's a um, it's a vegan based book. She she wrote um, Why We Don't Eat Animals. It's a children's book. And she's the illustrator too. 
looked at the cover, saw that. She does the illustrations. She tells the story, and it's it's a book for kids about not eating animals and just simply laying out what's it called? Vegan is love. Oh, vegan is love. Having heart right. and taking action. So she wrote two children's books about taking care of animals and treating them as pets and, you know, having the same love and affection for a chicken or a pig that you would for a dog or a cat. And I didn't see anything wrong with the illustrations. Nothing is too graphic. Everything is just what you would see in the grocery store or what you would see hanging in a whatever, like a butcher shop or or like in the meat department of any place you would go to buy meat. And she was doing these interview rounds promoting her new book, Vegan is Love. And the newscaster, in the clip that we'll share, the the lady newscaster, she pointed out that, like, well, there's certain things that we don't want to expose our children to. And, like, why would you want to let your kids know that, like, meat is, you know, used to be an animal and then you killed it and and the animal has to die in order for you to eat it. It's sort of like, (laughs) isn't that what it is, though? that's the truth. (laughs) Like, why would you... Because we're, we, I hear these arguments like there are adult conversations to be had around adults, and I agree with that. Maybe you don't talk to a six-year-old uh, about hardcore intercourse mm-hmm. because they're not of age. But later on in life, they will become familiarized with sexual intercourse. Mm-hmm. They will engage in it. They will enjoy it. It's something, it's an adult topic that is not really shameful it's more of just not really appropriate for a child of a certain age. Right. You could argue the same thing about drug use or alcohol use. Maybe you don't, maybe the child doesn't understand. If you were the if you were the mother of the 9-year-old who took her daughter to go see Deadpool, for example, <laughs> she might not understand all the drug references and sex references and all the stuff that he was talking about. And either if it's sex, that's something that every human being grows up to engage in and is a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Drug use it can be. A positive can be. <laughs> Drug use, I would argue, is a negative thing. Yes. And so we're shielding our children from it because it's negative. But we don't expect them to engage in a negative behavior. But in this case, we have a woman who's arguing for shielding the child from the negative of something that she is being encouraged to do. Uh-huh. Which is a very strange... It's very strange. And, and you know, speaking of drugs, like, uh, re- going back, remembering when we, you know, the first D.A.R.E. class I had, the first time I was exposed to the entire notion, and the entire idea of not doing drugs was in the sixth grade. And by then, I already knew kids in my class who were smoking. Yeah. Because you're 12 by then? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these things need to happen earlier. Yeah. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with simply informing a child. Like, it's literally called chicken. It's called beef. It's called pork. Like, Mm -hmm. the kid knows what a chicken is. Like, any two-year-old with a picture book can probably point out and we've a seen, rooster you know, and a piggy. Videos, and... you know, the poor, the, the little boy who, uh, there are two videos. There's a little boy, and I, I think he's he's Brazilian, um, and his he is telling his mother why he doesn't want to eat chicken or with the, whatever meat is on his plate at the moment, and he's saying he loves animals. He's like, what? Four? I don't know. He's like four mm-hmm. years old. He gets it. And he was telling his mother why he doesn't want to eat the, the chicken. The chicken he, right? he made the connection. It almost seemed like he made it on his own, too, because his mother, you could hear her voice. And he, at one point he asked her, are you why are you crying? Am I saying because I'm saying something good? Mm-hmm. And she was like, yes. Yeah. You know, and she was she was very encouraging, very accepting. She was like, you don't have to eat the meat. You don't have to. It's okay. And and there was such a loving conversation mm-hmm. versus this other video of this little boy who his mother was about to cut up a, a chicken for a stew or something. There was just like this whole little raw chicken sitting on the countertop. And the little boy was literally, he had his hands on the raw chicken and he kept begging his mom not to cut it up, not to cook it, not, he, he, did, he didn't want to eat it. And his mom sort of kept, I don't know if she was doing this for the sake of the video, but she kept trying to explain to him why 
she needed to like she yeah. was saying the chicken is already dead we eat chicken we need to eat it and the boy's like yeah, crying and sobbing dinner. you know saying like that's what we're having for supper and she's like well it's already dead i mean what are we gonna do with it i mean he, he the boy was like i just don't we can't eat it we just don't eat it and mm-hmm. he just didn't it seemed like he didn't know how to express the why of why he didn't want to eat it he just didn't want to eat it and his mom sort of kept contradicting that and i thought that was a really shitty thing to do and a lot of people commented on that they said you know what are you doing your yeah. child is your telling child is exuding you this empathy and that you're completely naturally. shutting down mm-hmm. yeah so yeah so uh going so, back to the the facebook stuff um, yes uh in the process of defriending with the purpose of surrounding myself with the people that I do want to you know surround myself with because everybody should right I mean and if you don't like my vegan posts because I post that's all I'm doing right now that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at if you don't like them don't look at them hide me defriend me yeah, yeah I don't give a shit I probably don't want that person in my life anyway um but in that process is this my phone that's is you. this me mm-hmm. oh Um, In the process, I also went and actively sought out vegan, other vegans and on people. I have like, I had one, I think I have one huge animal rights activist friend and I just went to her page and I combed through all her posts and anything. This is how I recruited people. (laughs) Her, the most violent, uh, sad posts that got commented on, those are the people that I sought, I, I friended. Because I'm like, okay, you had the guts to watch that. You had the guts to say something and express how how terrible this is. And we're on the same page. So right. I want you on my team. And now, thank goodness, because <laughs> um, you kind of find yourself, at certain points, you find yourself in a very isolated place where you feel like you're the only person in the world who cares? Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to feel like that anymore. So no. here we go. Now I have like, you know, we have a, a ton not. of new. And by the way, that was totally my, my computer. Oh, I see your computer. Okay. <laughs> um, I did not mean to uh, throw you under the proverbial bus. It's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So kind of um, focusing on, on that, but also being very well aware of the fact that there are still people in my life who I really do care about and who are trying and who are relatively open-minded. And here's the thing. We have we have our Those Annoying Vegans Facebook page and mm-hmm. I have my personal page. And I was having this sort of conflict of where do I... Uh, I kind of want to say this on both pages, but I shouldn't double post. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Well, the whatever. thing is... The, 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 those we're not, we're not like, hiding our identities or anything. No, no, no. Exactly. We're definitely Marvel. We're not DC. We, everyone knows our secret identities. But the thing is, on so on our... That's exactly my point, is yeah. I am I, I am no different we from... We are we. We are we. Yeah. I am no different from the Anna on those annoying vegans. If anything, this Anna is the Anna that I most truly am. And... Yeah. The people on my personal page are the people I feel like I have the I I need to spread that message to those people versus the people on my those annoying on our those annoying vegans page are the people who already know and accept and acknowledge and support. Yeah, so we, we have I, not had any like trolling. No, 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 not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I go to that page. To you know, when I feel like shit, why is nobody listening? Why am I posting shit about my career and you're all fucking liking it? Like twenty-two <laughs> little hearts when I post anything about booking a job, but the shit that really matters to me, nobody gives a shit. But I know why. I know why. I I know why. It's all it's all. There's a whole psychology behind why you guys comb through that shit. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? Oh, you're going to realize over time, you're just going to see it everywhere. You're not, you, you won't be able to help it. So just get used to it. Well, I've told, I said to you before, like, uh, I think, sadly, 
um, and it's hard, and it's hard to get like, for me being a relatively new vegan, newer than you, although, you know, we both, uh, switched at somewhat of a late age, but mm-hmm. I feel awkward getting up on a, what I consider to be a high horse, but, it, but really that that's neither here nor there. The point is, is that my opinion and my lifestyle and my thoughts on the matter before were wrong. The thoughts that I have now are right. I believe in them. Um, you showed me that. You changed my life, literally. And, <laughs> and unintentionally, guys, I didn't hold a knife to his throat. No. Despite what many people might think, oh, ever since he met Anna, I'm sure a lot of people are saying ever since he met Anna. But, yeah, uh, but I mean, that's true, but it doesn't have to be a pejorative. Like, why does it have to be a pejorative or a negative? Like, oh, ever since... You could say that about anything. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, oh, ever since so-and-so met so-and-so, they've been doing that thing that they like doing. It's like, yeah, yeah get, that's, get what, that's what people do. That's what finding a, a, a good, supportive, loving partner does to you. Well, yeah. All of a sudden, you're on the same page. Magic. I mean, it's not... <laughs> I don't know why it has to be look down upon but i i started talking about that as um sadly i think that human beings by their very nature will only change their behavior or their um you know their activities or what have you when it is absolutely imperative or when it's di- when or when it's directly impacting their immediate health right when it's when there's no longer another viable option so i do believe i don't know when it's going to happen i don't know if it's going to be in 200 years 500 years a thousand years or 50 years who knows like someday the world and it's not just an american problem it's it's global yeah it is global but someday the world will be forced to switch to a more plant-based diet because we will simply run out of land. We'll run out of room. Mm-hmm. There's only 30% of the planet that's covered with land. There's only so much land. And we keep bulldozing more and more of it every day to make room for cattle and pigs and chickens. And then we have to raise crops that we set aside. We don't eat these crops. We set these crops aside to feed to the cow and then we kill the cow and then eat the cow it's like it's, it's a horribly inefficient system very inefficient world hunger is happening right now because of our incredible obsession with meat mm-hmm. you think you see those uh you see those you see the you see those videos right with the the malnourished children across the ocean from us oh 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 and that's what, terrible what, that's what so terrible them? That Yeah, we'll do something about it. You know what you can do? You are holding it on your fork right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's what I keep saying. It's like people wonder about why we need... That's the, the thing I, I did today. The, people wonder why hunger still exists. People wonder why people still ki- kill each other. Why people trample all over each other for a TV on Black Friday. Why we need ads to remind us that rape is bad and that fathers should stay with their children. With the one I love you, those. Yeah, that fathers should takes stay with their children. to be a father or something. Yeah. It takes courage or bravery. Yet, yet all the while, you are choosing to put animal flesh on the end of your fork because you love how it tastes. Isn't that wonderful? And for some reason, we can't seem to solve the world's problems because the one thing you do have a choice about that actually affects every other world issue is sitting on your plate. It really is the easy... I mean, that's the one thing I really have come to absolutely adore about the veganism movement, the the act of of switching to a vegan diet. Mm. It's... It's the ease and control that I have over the movement as an individual. Like, it's really hard to feel like you matter Mm -hmm. in a world full of 7 billion people, especially if you don't have a partner or a friend or a family or someone in your life that cares for you, supports you, that you can bounce ideas off of and feel that that, uh, notion of self-worth. It's really hard to feel like you matter and you can make a difference. And with the veganism movement, it's very, very easy. It's like 
I don't know what can be done about fossil fuels. I don't know what can be done about fracking. I don't know what can be done about the the oil pipeline from Alaska down to, you know, or the, the, the I don't know, the, the deforestation in Brazil or the, you know, like, there's so many. Well, Brazil is one of the I mean, three top meat-eating countries in the world, so deforestation again. Is pri- yeah, it's primarily <laughs> caused by cattle uh, needing a place Grazing. to put needing a place to put your cattle. But, but the the point is, is like a lot of these causes that you want to solve, or a lot of these causes that your heart goes out to. Like we can't, you can't physically adopt every single stray puppy in Los Angeles, or you can't, you know, physically stop Enron or. I'm sorry, Exxon Mobil from pulling oil out of the Middle East and selling it to us. And, and, and it's really hard. But with veganism, you can. Every three times a day, three to five times. I'm not trying to tell you guys how many times a day to eat. But every time you eat, every time you order something in a restaurant, every time you buy something at the grocery store, you can make a choice. Mm-hmm. You can make a decision. Yeah. You're in control. Yeah. And your dollar counts. That's all businesses That's care about it is, That's because all they care about guess what hey all the all the advertising all the shit you see on tv mcdonald's and and a1 sauce i mean all, not that a1 sauce has meat in it but <laughs> it it's, it's meant for, to go it, on a steak it's meant to go on a steak all, like why do you ever wonder why do you you don't see ads for, for you're paying for those tomatoes ads, by the way. broccoli asparagus why are we not seeing ads for you know i think the closest thing i've seen to anything food wise that's healthy is like the pistachio the wonderful pistachios and sometimes avocados out here because avocados are like a california thing yeah local the local stuff yeah but Haas avocados. I mean, do you ever wonder why? I mean, it's 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 a low profit margin. Veggies don't make much money because unfortunately the people farming them aren't getting paid very well. And well they the, could become profitable they if could, there's a if demand. People, for right. Yeah, if people bought them. But there is this there is a worldwide obsession with meat. And dairy. And dairy. Yeah. And eggs. And that's where the well but I mean, that's that's the other thing too. Is that um, when the I'll, I'll go ahead and introduce this the protein thing, right? Mm-hmm. We hear the protein thing all the time mm-hmm. from grown, well-educated, well-intended adults, yeah. and from youngsters alike. Like the whole spectrum is covered, because the FDA and the American school system and every little piece of education USA. about the food pyramid or anything you've ever heard about health, we have been convinced that the only way to obtain protein is through meat and dairy. You put it so lightly. I'd say brainwashed. Brainwashed. <laughs> we have been brainwashed. Uh, oh. So we hear that all the time. Yeah. Right? So you get, where, but where do you get your protein? 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 Any, any person who's a vegetarian or a vegan will tell you when, when that comes up, the most common. that's the most commonly asked question. Because and it's, I don't think people are being mean and I don't think people are being dumb. I think that people are so in uneducated and literally ignorant, not ignorant in a pejorative. I mean, the literal definition of the word ignorant, meaning without knowledge. Mm-hmm. They do not have the knowledge that there are plenty of vegetables and fruits that are and beans and legumes and anything else that is very, very protein rich. And not only that, here's the way I put it to the, the, or the way I've started thinking about it. Like, because of Gary Yurofsky, who we will talk about in a second, as he puts it, you're filtering your nutrients through another living creature. Mm-hmm. So the cows and the pigs and the chickens, they eat vegetables. They're all vegans. They're all vegetarians. Even though they're not necessarily getting fed vegetables. Right. It's not very uh, profitable. Right. But they, I mean, assuming you had like a natural, I don't know, grass-fed, free-range animal that would be out there eating grass. Bruce, we we yeah, feed seeds. the cows corn, for example. They get a lot of corn-based stuff. But I'm saying you have these animals that we know for a fact are herbivores. They're vegetarians. We know that because people argue with us all the time about like whether or not human beings are natural herbivores, right? Mm-hmm. And then we eat the animal. So if this cow is so full of protein, how is it getting the protein? Like the cow eats a vegetarian diet. Like no one thinks about this shit. I know. 
Like the pigs and the cows and the chickens, if they're so chock full of protein, how the fuck did they get the protein? I mean... You're you're filtering your protein through another... I mean, or you're getting the pro, you are getting the protein from the muscle fibers of the animal, but the animal got the protein from the vegetables in the first place. Absolutely. So, Great point. You can get protein the same way that apes get protein, that cows get protein, that chickens get protein, that... Any other creature gets protein. There is protein in vegetables. There is protein everywhere. And it's all the same. It doesn't matter. It's the same with sugar, like how your body will process sugar, Mm -hmm. no matter what type of sugar, whether it's white bread, Mm -hmm. which is carbohydrate, which is essentially sugar, or it's an ice cream cone, which is full of sugar. Your body doesn't discriminate against types of sugar. Right. It just processes the sugar. And protein's the same way. Because your body has no choice, by the way. <laughs> I mean, you put something in it, and it's got to figure out what to do with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, to that point, uh, you know, Gary Urofsky does explain why meat protein is actually extremely harmful to our bodies. People don't see that's a thing. Have some compassion for your organs. Like I said last time, you don't just because you don't see them, just because you feel okay doesn't mean that your body isn't... I mean, you might see it in different ways. That's Mm -hmm. why acne happens. That's why you're fatigued during the day. That's why you're moody. I don't know. Different people exhibit side effects in different ways. Headaches, stomach aches, I don't know, diarrhea. Well, anyone can tell Um, you that that after a meat-based meal, you just feel sluggish. Yeah, yeah, because your body... This is what happens. This is what I learned. When you ingest... Animal protein. Hold on, Gracie. Oh, perfect timing. Hold on. Give me one sec. When you ingest animal protein, your body, your blood, it it becomes instantly acidified and it needs to find a way to neutralize. So it, it needs phosphate to do that. And what is the only source of phosphate in your body? Calcium phosphate. Where does calcium phosphate come from? Your bones. Why are we seeing such high levels of osteoporosis in the highest in, in the countries that have the highest volume of meat? Right. What would it mean? Sales. Uh, con- yeah. con- consuming. Consuming. Yeah. We consume um, the most meat and dairy. Dairy, we're told, has plenty of calcium. Good for strong bones. Oh, right. right. It, it makes holes in your bones, guys. Right. Because it's drawing from your bones. And I mean, I... Uh, my mom is actually currently going, and she, she, granted, she, I don't remember her ever being uber passionate about meat or dairy. We grew up eating it like what we would maybe call in normal amounts. Yeah. Maybe like a meal. Weren't overly infatuated with yeah. steak and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, you know, she wasn't like having a glass of milk every although with your cereal you kind of overlook that, you sort of forget about it. You have your cereal every morning, you put milk in it every morning or every other morning. Um and she is actually starting to, you know, experience issues with bones bone density. Um so, you know, I've I've shared with her all this information and she's actually I believe she's cut back, uh, cut out milk completely, um, and minimal cheese because high cholesterol runs in our family. I had a cholesterol level level of over 200 when I was 12, 12. Mm. I mean, this is genetic, what people say genetically high cholesterol, which I do believe, I guess some people have a higher tendency of inheriting the, but at the same time, I do remember when we moved to the United States, we were eating all the shit food that we saw advertised in our country that we didn't really have the money to buy. Right. But those things were pastaroni uh-huh. and what, what are the, the Kraft mac and cheese and the Lucky Charms marshmallow, whatever, yeah, you whatever. You said the cereal was, a, yeah. was an exciting thing. Yeah, I was excited to have cereal with marshmallows because mm-hmm. that shit was kind of pricey in, in our country. Um, but yeah, so when we moved here, I guess my cholesterol levels shot up and then, and we had to go to a nutritionist and you know, what's funny. I do remember that meeting and there were things like low fat yogurt and low fat cheese and low fat this and that. (laughs) And I mean, lean meats (laughs) and my cholesterol never went down. 
until I stopped eating meat. It dropped to 177. And I hadn't even stopped eating cheese then. I, you know, I just stopped cheese just the meat, completely. Right? I am excited to find out where those levels are at right now. Well, yeah. Because I, I know this is another thing that um, we learned, as Gary Yurofsky said, is that you, you, if you eliminate meat and dairy from your diet, you will no longer be ingesting cholesterol. Mm-hmm. You will no longer be adding to your body's like naturally right. occurring you need levels of cholesterol. But your body makes it right. already. You don't you need to add. You will not be adding it. on to it, and there's no way. Like you can't. That's that's where cholesterol comes from. Is from animal products. You know, I saw recently this incredible article. I nearly, my mouth. I just. I, I was like, are you? kidding me right now i saw this article somebody's trying to convince us out there that uh cholesterol is actually good for you and not the cause of heart disease Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm like are you like that like that oh my god in the same way that uh, the the fossil fuel industry is not responsible for global oh no no climate change at all no responsibility is not lying that's that's not what it is actually that's not what it is that's the funny thing is that they're kind of right is that actually the millions upon millions upon millions of artificially created cows, chickens, and pigs, they emit more methane and CO2 into the atmosphere than all of the world's cars combined. Cars, boats, planes. Yeah, cars, boats, airplanes, trains, yeah. So they're kind of right. These are facts, by the way, guys. We're not just throwing shit I'm just not making shit up. (laughs) <laughs> this is those annoying vegans. We just make shit up. Yeah, no. Tell it to you guys. This is what I do now. No. I have, I have. Thank God, I have now the, the ability to spend most of my days researching. I, I work. I do work. But <laughs> you know, I love my job. My job is the sort of job where you don't really spend too much time doing it, and right. you still make a living. Yeah. So now I can focus on what I actually came to this earth to do. So I read a lot. I read every day, and I read both sides because I want it. No, you yeah. know, you kind of have to because you want to understand how the other side thinks or why the arguments are presented the way yeah. they are. Yeah. It doesn't help to just be one sided in no. any situation. I do that with politics all the time. Yeah. Like, I like watching Fox television shows to get oh. the other side's point of view, to right. get the other opinion, to see what it is, what is the appeal. Of the other side. Otherwise, it's not a very well-balanced... I, I don't want to live in an echo chamber. I want people to challenge me. I want people yeah. to to question me. And, and I want to be, be challenged and be questioned and sort of ask hey, these things. Hello, Gracie. Come, come. Like, I want to... I want... As, you know, I hate this word, discussion. I hate that word. I hate that word. Well, people tend because to Because be people afraid. use it. When they don't mean oh, discussion. Disc- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't like that word. Mm-hmm. It, it used to be my, my old least favorite word was offended because that was being overused. People, I was offended at this. I'm offended at that. This offended me. I was offended. People were using this offended word all the time for everything. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it went in situations where it absolutely, totally did not apply. And now I feel like we're doing that with conversation. Yeah. Every every fucking leftist, like everyone on the far left and everyone on the far right, keeps using that word. Like, we need to have an honest discussion about blank. And what that means is I want to run my mouth. I want to hear my opinion, and I don't want to hear anything you have to say, which is literally the opposite of a discussion. Yeah. But the discussion that I would like to have is one that is engaging and one that is challenging. And so to your point, I do like hearing from both sides. Yeah. Because <clears throat> in an educated fashion. I mean, of look, course. I know I sound a little bit more I guess I'm sounding the, the the way I sound right now is it's kind of like pretty hard, you know. I, I you know, there's a lot of frustration okay. and anger and sadness that comes along with with trying to do something that you know is right but other people can't see yet. Um, but I too, I have been my my goal this past week ha- in in joining these discussions, these forums, um, has been to sort of take the route of 
compassion for human beings as well, which is really hard for me to do because yeah. I am like, you're the fucking problem. <laughs> and uh, I've actually thought, well, you know what? If I get angry and preachy and all that stuff, then I'm just going to be one of them because I right. this like this guy on this forum this past week. Um, I don't know if you guys read about it. The, there was an incident where a cow, I believe this was in the UK, um, where a cow escaped a slaughter truck, a truck that was on the way to the slaughterhouse. This poor cow happened to run into a grocery store, just freaked out, scared for his life. And what happened to the cow? He got shot to death, ironically, near the meat and dairy section of oh. the grocery store. And... This one guy on this forum was so in oh my god he was he was just completely going on this rant not making sense saying what what do you fucking moron yeah, like he was using harsh words he was yeah. calling people stupid fucking morons he's like humans are more important than animals the children would have been you know could have been killed this is a a bull running for its life and first of all the store had been cleared of people there are such things as tra tranquilizer guns there are options people have been known to to tranquilize mountain lions and bears in people's backyards before i'm sure you could have done it with the bull but no these uh th this was the quickest most efficient option so the poor bull got shot and it was this whole thing all over uh the vegan news of course mm -hmm. <laughs> And yeah, this guy this guy was just going off on people and I'm like, you know what? You you don't you don't care about humans at all. In fact, you don't really care about anything much because if you really really did, you wouldn't be being you wouldn't be calling you wouldn't be calling everybody a fucking moron or stupid. You wouldn't even be on this <clears throat> page. Why are you on this page? That's the thing that yeah. gets me is like people are like Oh, how can you tell? A how can you tell when someone's a vegan? Oh, because it's they're they're always ready to talk about it or something. That's right. the first thing they talk They'll about. They'll tell you. Yeah. They'll tell you. Um, well, guess what? Meat eaters, you guys spend quite a bit of time on those vegan forums trying to defend your beliefs, trying yeah, to justify a, your choices. It's a lot they to get mad about. Yeah, it's it's a lot to get if mad it really about. Doesn't if it doesn't bother you. Exactly. You could yeah. be spending your day doing anything else, but there you are. Trying to, you know, shit on, mad, yeah. shit on everybody's good hearts. Right. <laughs> so, but instead of being like, you, sir, are a fucking moron times two. I was like, you know, and, and I got I got quite a bit of support. I'm still getting notifications for like someone liked my comments. Uh -huh. um, I think I have like 25 likes here. Okay. Um, yeah, this is as soon as my search working again. <laughs> uh, yeah, because this guy, this was in a direct response to that guy's uh, comment. Why can't I? Oh, there we go. Uh-oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I said, Dylan, you know how, <laughs> you know when someone's not a vegan, they spend hours on vegan forums. 15 likes. <laughs> yep, I feel proud about that. Um, another point I wanted to make is, you know, speaking of, like, all these arguments that meat eaters pose one of the other common ones is not arguments but sort of you know justifications yeah but also there are, there are three types of there are arguments there are justifications and there are there are attempts to insult uh and one yep. of those is oh vegans you you think you're better than you think you're better than us you think you're better than everyone else <clears throat> well you're not and yeah. I'm like, well, thanks for the compliment, because that's actually the spirit of veganism. We don't think we're better than everyone else. We don't think we're better than animals. That's why we don't eat them. Right. So <clears throat> this guy, uh, Jamie, on this on this on this site, like said something. I don't know what was it. I can find it again. Uh, oh, I think. Oh, he took his comment down because it was literally right above. Mine. Oh, yeah, but uh, he said something to the extent of, well, you guys still wear, you know, 
uh, leather clothes made by children in China oh, or things like okay. that. That yeah. whole thing that you said last time. Yeah. And I said, Jamie, first of all, yeah, stay the, on target. Stay, <laughs> stay on target. Yeah, but but also, five. but also, vegans make it a point. I think more than anyone else to be aware of the footprint and harm that we cause to the planet, the animals, and the people in it. Because in caring for this cause, we're actually caring for the people of this planet. You know, this planet belongs to all of us. We believe that all living beings are equal and deserve equal protection from the abuse of those in power. We aren't perfect, but my my motto is we do what we can where we can to cause the least amount of harm possible. Right. So that that's <laughs> that's that's a frequent occurrence in um when uh in in discussions with people about being vegan and it's usually not information that I offer. I don't even know if aside from like my four closest people that I work directly with every day because I'm like forced to work directly with them. Mm-hmm. I don't really know who else knows my eating habits. Like it's not it's not information that I offer up. Well, because readily. the second you do, because a who cares <laughs> really? Like meat. I mean, meat eaters don't you know like offer that up. It's just yeah, since we do. since we live in the United States, it is assumed that you eat meat unless you specify yeah, otherwise. Yeah, but they do. They do offer up that information yes. very readily, often very readily. And so what I've noticed is is that in discussions about that, what'll happen is is that the conversation will quickly get sidelined to a sidetracked issue, like a a as Gary Urofsky puts it, a two percent problem. Mm-hmm. Like ninety-eight percent of the animals that are killed are killed for meat and dairy mm-hmm. and eggs. Mm-hmm. And if you want to, you know, I mean, I kind of include that in with the meat and the yeah. dairy. So that's where the problem is. Are our animal, you know, sure. People have leather jackets and leather shoes and leather belts and, and people wear silk shirts and, you know, like there are other places where animal products are used, makeup testing, for example, and circuses and, the sea worlds of the world, which they're actually, you know, removing more and more from their uh, activities. But it's like the problem, <laughs> the main problem is the eating yeah. of the animals and the dairy. Yeah. That we, is the because problem. Because people try to hand off the responsibility to someone else. Like uh, our dear, our, our movie we watched the other day, Eye in the Sky. Oh, uh, yeah. Everybody's always yeah. trying to look for Hot someone potato. else responsible. Whoever else is re- who who do we need to talk to to make this happen? Because we've gotten that before where they're like, well, you still drive a gasoline car yeah. on paved roads in the United States. You're still part of the problem. It's like, okay, no, you don't get it. Because yeah. I can't choose not to drive, like... You it's, can have, I mean, I can. have I, an electric car. Here, you can. Here's the thing. If you, you can, have the money to buy one. Yeah, if you, but if you have the money to buy one, but you Or you, you can could, abstain that's, from driving. That's still not an excuse. You could choose to have the money to buy an electric car. If that's, you know, that's uh, a thing. That, that's The thing is, though, the way I see it is we are doing everything we can. And the more we learn, the more we try to do. And yes, when I do have the money to buy an electric car or lease an electric car, I will because... Why not? It is the best option for the planet. It's just that at this moment, there is only so much I can do. Like I there because no, like I said, nobody's perfect. I the the best I can do is focus on the things that I do every day, such as, you know, what I buy in stores, make sure my Mm -hmm. makeup is cruelty free. Like yesterday, we had our engagement photos taken yesterday and um, I asked, um, it was funny because I sort I don't know why, I don't know why I need to get better at this. I sort of shied away from the direct question when the makeup artist was uh, showing me, you know, the products that she had used on me. And I was like, oh, I actually really like this palette. Uh, 
but is it is it uh is it uh and I was like looking at the back of the carton to see if I could see the, the little official verbiage yeah but yeah. I was looking for the little bunny ears you know the little bunny ears are cruelty free you know you know something's cruelty free when you see that logo and she she was sort of completed the sentence for me she was like oh cruelty free and I was like yes <laughs> yes exactly and she was like oh yeah all of two-faced products are cruelty free they just can't afford the logo can you believe that buying the bunny ear logo to to tell the world that your product is cruelty free actually costs a lot of money and some product some companies can't afford it like Tarte actually Tarte can't afford it uh, they choose to put it on there but Too Faced sort of operates on word of mouth um, and it turns out that a lot of the major cosmetic companies that are internationally sold, such as Estee Lauder, Estee, Estee Lauder, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what are some other ones? Uh, gosh, I don't, or I don't buy, I don't buy shit. And <laughs> I don't buy, I'm not like, I'm not shopping and buying makeup all the time. So I don't, really, but you know, those international brands, you Maybelline, uh, um, CoverGirl. Co- co- oh, Jesus cover girl. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really behind in the times. Those companies, they if they are sold internationally she, she told me that they are forced to go through china um they are forced to run their products through animal experimentation in china and therefore maybe we should buy u.s made products your dollar counts yeah uh there is plenty out there and uh I got I have to do more research about that because I couldn't believe what, you know, I was like, why in the world does a bunny logo cost so much money, yet there is no such warning label on any product telling you that that product was tested on animals? Right. There's only a, war- a warning for the negative, not for the... Right. Or not negative. I mean, in this case, not being tested on animals is actually a positive, but there's no label for yeah yeah you'll never see a, a label on your uh, chicken legs that say this for this chicken was tortured and uh hung, kept in a cage kept in a cage it's most of life. its life hung upside down slow thr- uh, sl- throat slit uh oh and its babies uh the males were ground up and the females went back into the cages mm-hmm. like yeah you're not gonna see that on your labels because guess what they don't want you to know they don't want you to know. Because if you know these things, you're Anna, gonna... you're probably not going to buy their products, silly. I, I know. Silly. I know, but you know what? It's so good. I still, I, it's so good. I mean, I bacon, am I, I right? I can't even. Am I right? Yeah. Bacon. Bacon. Oh my God, bacon. I can't. Bacon. It's so good. It's delicious. This, after having like veggie strips and tempeh and all the other bacon <laughs> substitutes... Bacon bits, guys. Bacon bits. Bacon bits Bacos. are vegan. They're vegan. They're, they taste like bacon. Put them on your everything. You can, you put can have your precious ve- bacon flavor in a vegan format. It's super simple. Because guess what? Bacon it's, doesn't taste like bacon. It doesn't taste like bacon. It tastes like the seasonings. It tastes like the maple. The and maple the and honey the brown sugar and, and the glaze. All and the, the shit yeah. that you The pepper. The peppered thick cut steak. What you're tasting yeah. is pepper. Yeah. Because if you ate meat without anything on it, God, that shit would taste like yeah, dead like meat, the, like dead flesh. Because yeah, that's what it is. Like the lemon, the ham, the honey cured ham. Yeah. Like what are you tasting? Honey. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also not vegan. I'm not advocating for no, honey, but it's like. not vegan. Palm oil at, the, at this moment is uh, being, palm oil does not come from an animal, but it is incredibly affecting uh our forests and our primate friends um so we are not buying anything with palm oil in it when something has an impact on the animal on any animal uh you know on on mm-hmm. my dream of thought <laughs> on any animal on the environment we just don't buy it yeah because why you know we can make our own nutella yeah i was gonna say which <laughs> which excludes nutella but I think we're going to try to make our own hazelnut spread. Right. As one of our recipes on the Those Annoying Vegans page. Yeah. I think we can make Nutella without palm oil. Yeah, absolutely. I think it can be done. 
Uh, I wanted to bring up a couple other things. We have uh, yeah. maybe 10 minutes to go. Gary Yurofsky, thank you. Gary Yurofsky. If you ever hear this, thank you. Thank you. You have no idea how much your words, your... Uh, you... I feed my thirst for... He's a really, really <laughs> inspiring person. He's possibly the best... He's an engaging, inspiring... ...orator on the topic. He is... Motivating person. Extremely smart. The way he presents ideas, the way he... he, he when he interviews, when he... When he, he interviews, and, and some of these reporters are really... They're ready with the gotcha material. Like, yeah. they're really ready to try to trap him in some sort of... sometimes uh, I feel like it really comes out of them personally. Like, how, mm-hmm. you know, aren't reporters sort of supposed to be a little bit neutral on the on topics? Well, they're not. Not on, not on no. the meat topics. Well, like, possibly his most famous one in uh, the Middle East in Israel yeah. with that reporter. She yeah. definitely was trying some, like, gotcha tactics. Oh, yeah, but he got her back. <laughs> he got her back It doesn't work, quick. really. And there, he, there's gets no... a, he never raises his voice. He's always very... He's no. just so very calm. He's the epitome of... He's, like, the the animal rights activist of our century. Yeah. You know, he's that person. He, you know, he, as I an mean, activist, yeah. you want to inspire compassion and love on all facets, yeah, including with people. Yeah. And that's what... I, I want to do that. I'm still very far away. And I think inspire to, so to me is a very, very, uh, it's a word that I put up on a high pedestal. Yeah. Because when you're inspired mm-hmm. to do things by your heroes or your um, idols, the people that made you want to be the person that you are, mm-hmm. that's a really, really powerful emotion. And it's a very, very moving one that actually has the possibility to change the world as bill nye would say yeah like you cannot change the world without inspiration it cannot simply be moved to change without some form without some spark without some excitement like energy cannot be you know created or destroyed it changes it changes it shifts uh, and you need that sort of you, you need that inspiration, and Gary provides it. Yeah. He has some really good videos out there, people, so check them out. Um, there are a couple of uh, really good points he's made. I mean, I just want to bring a couple of them up. We probably won't have time to go through all of them, but uh, one, of, one of the things that struck me about the things he has said, um, you know, I guess looping back, he said... Family, are fr- family and friends are the hardest to convince. Don't waste your time on them. Luckily, it's true. we seem to have a few very open-minded friends, and they're, they're giving it a shot. So, yay. I mean, they'll, they'll see. They'll see the benefits. Um, but I haven't, I haven't. I don't really talk to my family about it. I don't really ask or, or present ideas openly and readily to them. I think... And, and, you know, friends in general, as we've discussed uh, on social media, tend to be tend to ignore or just generally be unsupportive. Um, and then that's OK, because you're like you said, you're not our audience. Our audience right. are the people who want to listen. And, you know, eventually you'll find that, you know, you're more likely to convince a stranger than your own family yeah. and friends. Because you have to be open and will and and at least open to hearing. It's an ego thing. Yeah, it's an ego thing, and he has this really interesting. I wanted to bring this up because this has been a uh, something I've been really mulling over lately. Because, you know, we've we've been there have been a few a few times where we've been to social gatherings where, uh, the whole meat eating thing. Or, or not mediating thing has been thrown in our faces in very sort of abrupt, unexpected ways. And Gary Yurofsky actually said something really interesting. He said he no longer, he, he won't eat, he won't have lunch or dinner or breakfast, whatever, with a friend unless they're going to eat vegan. And I was like, oh, he's like, well, you know, if they, if they're not going to eat vegan, then I'm not going to have lunch with them. If you want to eat with me, you're going to eat vegan. 
Right. And I was like, after so many bad experiences of people, yeah, uh, yeah. stuffing meat in his face and calling him out, and you know, just pr- making making ruckus, unnecessary ruckus. Just the little comments here and there. Yeah. Are you going to be bothered if I? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no. I mean, yes, but. <laughs> yeah, no. but I'm going to keep my mouth shut anyway, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, those little, and they, they come, they're very frequent, and they're getting too frequent. And it's almost like, well, you know, at first I was like, well, I don't want to lose friends on, on account of this, or I don't want to be completely antisocial because everybody we know eats meat, you know, everybody's having barbecues and everybody, but you know what? <sighs> I, I, if I, if I'm really looking deep within and I really want to fully support the cause that I stand for, I shouldn't be sharing my table where I am having my vegetables with people who are eating. De- it's like, like, we're just try, try and picture for a second, because people seem to have more compassion and understanding when it comes to children for some reason or humans. Yeah. Just pretend it's the flesh of a child. And I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's, can you understand it? I mean, if you see that a child, like an animal is like a child to me. An animal is an, it has the same exact the love, the innate, the innocence, the helplessness. Just pretend. They're, they're certainly capable like, of feeling would... everything that we feel. Right. Why so why I do be... we think that it's so? I mean, we we connect probably most readily with with apes because they're the closest to us. They mimic our, you know, like our facial expressions and body gestures are close. You know, have you ever seen anything Jane Goodall's ever done? But with cats and dogs, you know when they're happy, you know when they're sad. So pretend it's a cat or a dog or a rabbit. I mean, I don't know. Some people eat rabbit. I think or it's an awful. Or an infant. Same thing. Why should I be sharing my table or your table? I mean, why should I go eat at your table if there's just meat lying everywhere? Why? Because that's offensive to me. I mean, mm-hmm. you're literally blatantly doing something that is contributing to the destruction of life out there because you feel entitled to take that away from something else that needs it. Yeah. <laughs> we all need life. We all want life. Why yeah. do you need a, you know, like I said to, to my friend on online today, you know, I was like, yeah, you're right. Like she, we were discussing this. She was like, I, you know, I, my children don't eat meat and I get shit all the time about all oh, the protein, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And we were just having this discussion, or, um, and I was like, yeah, you know, it's it's silly. It's silly that people feel entitled to take life away for five minutes of palatable pleasure. That's You're going to shit it out at the end of the day. You're <laughs> shitting out life. You took that yeah. life. Yeah, your and comment, your comment you on that. Don't uh, tell me you actually, didn't because you just because you didn't take it. You had someone take it for you be, because you're buying the product. Right. And you actually the way you phrased that actually hit me pretty pretty hard today. <laughs> you so, want me to look for the exact quote because No, I mean <laughs> no, you, you can, but if you follow Anna on Facebook or follow us, those annoying vegans, you can find it, I'm sure. Yeah. You but you said the thing about like um basically like consuming and shitting out the life that you felt free to take or something like that it was, it was very the way you, the, the way you phrased it was very was very poignant oh thank you and very effective i will find it and, now because i feel special yeah, find it that's right <laughs> uh yeah i said i think it was right here uh it was one of my long ass responses yeah yep there it is yep uh oh yeah so why, despite all the studies and footage of the atrocities that happen behind the scenes so that people can have their five-minute fix and shit out the life they felt entitled to take, why are some still choosing to wear blinders? It's true. I don't it's know. It's true. I did it for years. I did it people for years. continue to do it today. The, the, the uh, difference is, is knowing that you're doing it and stopping really the difference (laughs) is is that cows chickens and pigs don't speak american english yeah we you know we we do this thing they scream and but they they scream scream and they howl and and they they moo and they chirp and writhe in pain and nobody gives a shit 
they express their emotions in the same way that your dog would express an emotion, that your cat would express an emotion, that your child who doesn't speak English yet would express an or Spanish mm. or French or Russian, whatever your language is, is that when you have a, an infant baby, don't you kind of understand what it's feeling mm -hmm. when the baby is upset, when the baby is playful, when the baby is laughing, when the baby is sad, mm -hmm. when the baby is hungry? You, you know these things even though... The baby is not speaking in your native language. And we know that instinctively with animals because we praise everything from Cecil the lion to blackfish, the sea world stuff, you know, with, with, with dolphins that get caught in tuna nets. Yeah. And the cow that makes it out of the slaughterhouse and right. makes it to safety. We cheer for them. We cheer for all of them. Yeah. But... Michael Vick gets arrested for pitting dogs against one another. And we just go, we wag our fingers at all of these people because why? Because of the poor animals. Yeah. But <laughs> we have factories full of these same animals. And I'm sorry, I'm going to say it, and it might bother a lot of people, but it is a repetition, a replica of the Holocaust. Yeah, that's something that, yeah. That's, that's a, it's been going around a lot lately, I think, because of the recent Passover. Passover? Mm -hmm. Passover. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm, I didn't grow up Jewish, or I'm, didn't, I'm not Jewish at all, but, yeah. or anything, really, I'm spiritual. But, uh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we, you know, we just had a Passover and there's been a lot of, um, uh, a lot of stuff going around about how... Uh, well, people get very sensitive about it because you're comparing... Humans to animals. Humans to animals and, and like, you're oh. comparing persecution of a direct, like, these people were rounded up and stripped of their identity and murdered. In, in droves, yeah. by, the, by the millions. Gassed, uh, killed in violent ways, discriminated against because of disabilities, yeah. because of the way they looked, because they spoke, Persecuted spoke and differently and We believed. still feel the reverberations of it today. Yeah. Um, and yet. And yet, we are doing exactly the same thing to animals. There was once a time, people, where there was a huge majority of the population who didn't give a shit about Jews. And... This was like an entire... Uh -huh. <laughs> well, there was also a time when the majority of Americans didn't give a shit about black people or and, women yeah. or gay people yeah, or name your subset of human being because I don't... I mean, we're human beings. That's what we are. That's what all of us are. We have way more in common than we have differences. Yeah. And we've seen it time and time again against our own species. Yeah. Uh, where this group or that group is persecuted or discriminated against or not treated equally or insert your atrocity here. Right. Um, if we can't do it with animals, guys, we can't do it with each other. Uh, if you want, if you want compassion in this world, start, start, <laughs> start on your, on what you on your eat fork? on your fork. Yeah. It's so easy. It's, the, it's, it's so totally easy. Totally within your control three times a day. Yeah. And then maybe, maybe we can solve world hunger. We can solve the world's wars. and Or not solve, but better. I don't know. We can make this whole place better for everybody. And, uh, you know, I, that's why I, I get frustrated. I'm sorry. I, I hope I'm not being too... I am. I am. Well, and you have I, to apologize. I, I it's our podcast. It's our podcast, and we do what we want. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we... I think uh, Miley Cyrus is a vegan, right? Yeah, she is yeah. a vegan, and so is Kat uh, Von D. Cause the, I remember that because they took a picture with each other together at this... Uh, I think there was a vegan event. Oh. So many... So many... Hey, just before we finish this, because we're yeah. almost there. Mm -hmm. uh, we're actually, we're past. But well, we got no limits. Have you guys wondered why all these actors are these huge human rights, animal rights activists all of a sudden? I personally believe now being in sort of the... the uh, I'm an actor, and, uh, you know, that's what mm -hmm. I do. As am I. Yeah, as yeah. are you. I, I sort of feel like these people were already born, came with this incredible passion for something 
And I feel like passion drives you. Passion drives you. It drives you. It, it, it makes you better with people. It makes you better with your surround, surroundings. It makes you at one with, the, with your environment, your atmosphere. And therefore, these people became successful via many diff- various different means. And when they became successful, they took that opportunity to do what they came to this earth to do. Leonardo DiCaprio is a huge, huge animal rights activist. I love him. Um, so many other people. John Stewart now. I mean, John Stewart mm-hmm. and... Um, John Stewart and Stephen Colbert. And Stephen Colbert. They have a documentary coming out. Yep. They are huge animal rights activists. These people are taking the opportunity. The shows you watch, guys. Thank you. You are supporting animal rights as well. Yeah. By watching those shows. Ricky Gervais as well, right? Ricky Gervais. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Thank you. Against bullfighting and so many other things. But, yeah, um, these people are are taking their the opportunity to yeah, speak they're, out against. They're, they're using their power uh-huh. for a responsible means. Yes. Because with great power, there must also come great, great responsibility. responsibility. Yeah. Shall we end here? There's so much sure, more to say. Man. I wanted to say more about the Mother's Day because, you know, oh. our, our beautiful uh, our cows. But we, we, we will leave oh. that for well, next Well, happy time. Mother's Day to all mothers. To all mothers. Uh-huh. And um, we, I'll talk about that later, at another time. We can. Do you want to go into an hour? No, save no. Save it for next time? Yeah, save it for next time. Okay. Thanks for listening. Well, kids and kittens, <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, I'm Brian. And I'm Anna. We are Those Knowing Vegans.